Hi, and welcome to Not a Couple, a Will and Grace podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Tess. And this week we're talking about season two, episode 14, Acting Out, <gasps> aka the gay kiss episode. It is gay kissing and it is good for kissing and gayness. Yay! Huzzah! So uh, one of the most famous episodes of Will and Grace is this one, uh-huh. and it's where Will and Jack end up going to NBC and complaining because the network didn't show a gay kiss that they were supposed to show. Yes. Um, and so we're obviously going to talk about that. Yes. Like, that's obviously the point of the episode. Right. Um, but then there's a fun twist at the end. Yeah. I, it's, it's a really interesting episode. Um, yes. Let's do the summary, and then we're going to talk about some of the broader implications of the episode. Yes, I'm nodding. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> You know, they can't see you nodding, Tess. I can tell them I'm nodding, though. Well, that does make it, like, this much better. Oh, no, now I'm doing it, too. Uh... Like an inch better. All right, here's the summary of the episode. Enraged that a kiss between two gay men scheduled to air on TV didn't happen, Jack and Will go to complain to the network and have an unexpected meeting with the Today Show's Al Roker. Okay. Not quite, but all right. We'll, <laughs> we'll let that happen. It's NBC probably wrote the description. They had to throw Al Roker in there. <laughs> so that is kind of the basics. Like, right. There's... Well, it's it's a very meta episode because yes. um, they're seeing what's the first gay kiss on television and it doesn't happen. Yes. But when Will and Grace aired this episode, there actually hadn't really been a gay male kiss on television. Right. There's a lot of different discussions that if you look up like first gay kiss on TV on like the internet, you kind of get a couple of different answers. Right. And a lot of them seem to come down on Dawson's Creek being the first network primetime show to show a gay kiss. Right. But looking... Because that, that happened uh, at the end of this current season, so we're in the... 99, 2000 season. Yeah. And I think we decided, we found that it was at the end of 2000. In May of 2000 season is when that episode aired. But if that is the case, then this episode actually predates that yeah. air date. I mean, you could say either one is. Right. This has physically two men putting their faces together and kissing. Right, but it's not like a real kiss. kiss. Like that's probably happened on like the Dick Van Dyke show. I don't know. I've never watched the Dick you Van Dyke I mean. show. <laughs> is that like two men have probably joke kissed on TV before. Right. Before this but Dawson's we'll Creek. include some links in the... Oh. Yeah, so Dawson's Creek's kiss would have been in, like, May of that year. Yeah, this was, what, March? This episode originally aired in late February. Okay, so So yeah. it's a little bit earlier, but again, like... It's not like a real kiss. Right. Like, it is two men kissing, but they're not, like, kissing. This was definitely in the air at the time. Right, because when we were kind of looking up some stuff, like, background information about the episode, Matthew did find that there were, like, reports in TV Guide that this gay kiss was coming. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a buzz that was right. happening. Like we knew it was coming. It's really smart of Will and Grace to get ahead of it. Yeah. Because um, frankly, if they run an episode like this and a gay kiss had already happened, it would have fallen really flat. Right. So it was kind of like interesting and good timing that they got it out mm-hmm. before the gay kiss, like the gay kiss ever actually right. happened on TV. And the setup for the episode is that the gay kiss is on an episode of like some trashy sitcom. Soap, it's like a so- sitcom, soap opera. sitcom thing. Um, it seems... Kind of a reference to the original, like, gay TV kiss, which is on Melrose Place. Right. Back in the 80s. So you have two gay characters on that show, and they're about to start kissing. And then, like, the camera pans away. Right. And just, not quite in this episode, they don't get to the issue of someone actually calling and protesting on NBC. Right. But in the case of Melrose Place, the characters were originally designed to kiss, and then there was a huge boycott, and they didn't. Yes. Um, so it's kind of a similar setup, where it pans away at the last second... Right. And you don't get the kiss that you're supposed to. Yes. And we get this kind of in the Will and Grace episode with the beautiful commentary of Jack, which is, get off the flames! Follow the flamers! Because <laughs> the camera yeah. kind of pans to like a fireplace. Right, exactly. And yeah, it's an interesting scene. And of course, Grace is there. It's like Will and Grace and Jack are all watching in the TV nook. And Grace is just like shoving popcorn in her mouth. And she's like, 
gay sex is so hot, which is so weird because they are not having sex. Right. Especially because you can hear the dialogue. We don't see any of it. Right. But the dialogue is like, I think I'm about to kiss you. I think I'm about to be kissed. <gasps> Scandal. Like. It's, it's really bad dialogue. It's bad. Like, like, if the original gay kiss, I don't know offhand what the Dawson's Creek dialogue was, but hopefully it was better than that, listeners. I, I'm not 100% because I, I was never a Dawson's Creek person. I, was I wasn't either. I was just a touch too young for it, I think. Yeah. And I think even if I had known that there were gay characters on it, like when it was airing, I would never have been drawn to it for that reason. Well, I mean, the, like 2000. Like, you right. were 11. I was an infant. Like, like you, you were not. You didn't know you were gay yet. Right. Like, I don't know how, but you didn't know. <laughs> That's not nice. Okay. It is entirely possible that you contain multitudes. <laughs> but I've seen pictures of you as a baby and you were gay and I don't know how you didn't know. Right. <laughs> so that's the context for this episode. Is yes. It comes at a really pivotal time when this is being discussed both in the context of the Dawson's Creek episode and probably among LGBT people of the time. Right. Left-leaning people, especially as we got, you know, the build up to the election. Right. Like, the 90s were really kind of a, a good push for, like, the gays are coming into the mainstream. Right. So, like, we're ending the 90s. We're heading into the new millennium. Like, the AIDS scare isn't exactly over, but it's right. not as, like, pressing because yeah. we have highly active antiretrovirals. So, like... And I think it's actually... And I, I you know, we'll confirm this in show notes, but I think this episode actually gets to two gays kissing on screen before, like, Modern Family does? Oh, yeah. Modern Family, there it's, like, a whole controversy. Right. I don't remember the exact details. But I remember, if I remember correctly, they go several seasons before Mitch and Cam yeah. actually kiss on camera. So, I mean, it's not like this is not an issue that we're dealing with today. Right, like, this is still clearly I mean, like, issue. yes, ha, 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 these two gays are in a loveless relationship, but also, like... Right, like, it is very puzzling, the fact that, like, the TV shows are now so about, like, we must have diverse characters, and so they'll write in gay characters, but they won't ever actually let them be gay? Yeah. And Will and Grace has problems with that, but not in this episode. In this episode, we get two really great portrayals of what it's like to be gay. Actually, well, three, counting the NBC assistant slash vice president. Yes. Um... And it's, it's really good. It feels like a very gay episode. Right. The characters feel gay in a way they don't always feel on the show. Right. Which is part of its appeal to crossover, but yeah. it's also a flaw that it has. Right. And we also kind of get this nice moment where we see Jack sort of like remind Will of like this call to arms that a lot of queer people feel. Like mm-hmm. we're queer and we are constantly being like ignored and not represented. And like the only way that's going to change is if we do something about it. Yeah. That's one of actually the, the crux of this episode is that Will spends about half the episode not really being on Jack's side on this. Right. Like, like, he just doesn't care. Yeah, he just kind of is like, well, what did you expect to happen? Like, right. blah, 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 America sucks, it's never going to happen. And Jack makes some good points. He's like, no, by not showing this, they're saying that the way I live my life is not suitable for primetime television. And I think that's garbage. Mm-hmm. And now, like, to be fair, Will and Grace does follow that up with Will saying, well, Jack, the way you live your life is disgusting. Right, it's like, it is offensive. <laughs> but like, but yeah. that's not the point. Right, but like, inherently, gayness is not disgusting. It's really weird... For Jack to be the one, like, waving the, like, progressive gay flag here. Right. Because that's not Jack as a character. Like, but, like, like, even in the Will and Grace revival episode we had with politics, like, Jack ends up voting for Hillary Clinton because of Katy Perry. That is true. But, I mean, we have seen Jack kind of take up this, like... Crusadery. Crusadery, like, idea before. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've seen it just a few other times. We've also seen it in his reaction to... When he overhears Will call him a Frenchman. Right. Like, he's like, excuse you? Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. that's not acceptable. Yeah. So we have seen him kind of take up this this cause a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time we've actually seen him do it with, like, an actual, like, planned agenda in mind. Yeah. Which is nice. 
And he's I, not just Jack. He's not just Jack. He's Jack with a cause, and I thought mm-hmm. that was nice. I did also like that he does, in fact, have um, www.justjack.com. <laughs> I think we should check to see if that's a I already website. did. It's, it's, it you had a lot of spinny circles. Oh, sad. Sorry, Jack. So the episode kind of becomes really all about Jack and Will's crusade. With, right. you know, Jack being on board right away, Will taking longer to come to it, but then talking to Grace. Right. And, and Grace, again, kind of being that person who, like, talks him into being a good friend of Jack. Right. We have this nice scene where... Um, Will is literally cleaning Grace's apartment. Yes, because he's he's so stressed out. He's so stressed out. And Grace is like, you know, every single time you're a bad friend to Jack, you become an insanely good friend to me. Like, what did you do to him? (laughs) Right. And so he explains, you know, like, Jack wanted to, like, go protest and Mm -hmm. go, like, you know, sit in basically at the lobby of the, at, like, NBC's corporate headquarters at 30 Rock. And, like, we're going to try and demand to talk to someone. And he's like, I didn't do it. And she's like, well, why? Like, he cares about this. This is important to him. And if you're a good friend... You should care about the fact that he cares about mm-hmm. it. And, like, and Jack even has, like, a good kind of point about bringing Will along. He's like, you're a lot more eloquent than right. I am. Like, you are the ones who, he like, so. To, Will's the one who gets him through the door in the end. Exactly. And so, like, it's Will being there in his suit with his, mm-hmm. like, legal jargon and strong words that actually right. does get him in contact with someone. It's not anyone important and they are completely brushed off. Right. Because this is still the 90s. Right. But they do get through the door. They do speak to someone. Mm-hmm. And that someone sympathizes with them, even though, like, he knows it's kind Do of... Do they? I, mean, I didn't really like that character portrayal. He, 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 yes. Like, that seemed like a bad... That seemed like several bad line readings. Yeah. Admittedly, Sorry. this wasn't a great character, but essentially he's like supposed to be like a closet case who works at NBC. Right. And it's like, I sympathize, but not really, but sort of. He seems to imply that he is gay. Right. And that he is mad that they pulled the kiss, but that he kind of like Will earlier in the episode is like, it's just never going to happen. Right. We need to accept this. Well, but like also the actor doesn't play it that way for the first no. like 10 lines. And then he's like, all of a sudden like, oh, I forgot I was gay. Like, oh shit. I gotta read these lines totally differently. No, Fuck, don't someone stop. someone held up a cue card that says, you're gay. <laughs> don't stop filming. <laughs> I got this. I got this. I'm a one take wonder. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So it was. Just that actor. <laughs> we vogued. It was beautiful. I'm sorry this isn't a video podcast. Oh. <laughs> so like there's just there's a lot of stuff here and it's not all 100% like I'm about it but I did like that Will and Jack do kind of stage a protest mm-hmm. I did like that they insist on talking to someone and even though they don't really get very far they make sure their opinions are heard right and that they are kind of like a united front mm-hmm. yeah I thought that was really strong yeah we don't really see Grace outside of uh, her talking to Will Yes. Um, she has a terrible boyfriend who she won't break up with because reasons. He's just like kind of gross. I didn't like him at all. I thought he was supposed to be gay, but then I guess he was just creepy. He was like one of those like, you know how when they try to overly bat, like characterize like sensitive men right. to be bad? That's exactly what this guy was. Yeah. Just like, like the super sensitive guy, but like, like who's creepy. I got you a lumbar pillow, but it's full of tea. It's for your menses. <laughs> Never say menses. Yeah. Like... I just, that was horrifying. I understand that it's really just not fair the way that television treats sensitive men. But at the same time, if I found myself dating that person, I too would be calling my friend in the bathtub being like, how do I be mean enough to get this guy to leave me alone? <laughs> so speaking of friends in the bathtub, that's where Karen is all episode. Yeah, I don't know what exactly. For literally no reason. Karen is, spends most of the episode in the bath with Stan. Megan Mullally was just like phoning it in that week. <laughs> She's literally in the tub on the phone and then we see feet because... As I'm sure you've caught on, right. we haven't seen Stan. And we're never going to see Stan. And we're never going to see Stan. That's totally fine. <laughs> we never see Stan. We never hear Stan. Right. Stan is like 
Stan is mostly just a state of mind. Like, so we wow, got, that's so depressing. <laughs> so Karen is in the tub with Stan, and she's right. like basically spending half the time talking to Grace on the phone, and the other half being like, "That better be soap on a rope, Stan. Don't touch me." <laughs> I think that's one thing about the episode that I also really liked. It's really funny. It's very funny. It's a good episode. Um, it's a, it stands alone in that. Like, it has a lot of funny jokes with Karen and Grace, yes. which keep them involved. Yes. Um, Jack and Will have some good back and forth. Like. There's a really long segment of the episode where Jack is just, like, dicking around with, like, the crazy lady who's there. Oh, yeah, because they're, which like... Which is hilarious. That was so funny. Because they're in the lobby at NBC. Right. And there's this crazy woman who wants, um, what is his name? Carson. Johnny Carson Johnny back. Carson. She wants Johnny Carson back. Right. Like, and she's just sitting there with her turban, like, recreating Johnny Carson jokes to Jack. Yeah. Who's just sitting there like, oh, okay, <laughs> crazy. I think if I remember right, like there is like a second where he's like, yeah, like she's on our side. And then he's like, oh, oh no. Right. Like, because oh, they're like talking about like, what are you here? She's like, <laughs> yes. I don't, I'm here for this. I don't like this. And he's like, uh, oh, oh, we're here for like a real reason. Okay. Crazy. <laughs> oh, I, I remember what it was now. It was, he, he tells her, he asks her what she's doing and she's like, oh, he's like, oh, have you always been political? And she's like, you're speaking too loudly. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And she's like, not you. <laughs> yes. Because she clearly has voices in her right. head. She's like gesturing around. And then there's a moment when she gets called into the office because of course she gets a meeting. Right. Yep. And like, she's like. And the like, assistant knows her by name. And the assistant like, hey, Debbie, like. Yeah, like, come on in. Come on in. Um, one thing I thought was really interesting that we haven't really talked about yet is I thought it was so fascinating that NBC chose to make themselves the right. bad guy. I thought that was very strange. And I asked Matthew about this because I have never really watched 30 Rock. But to yeah. my knowledge, it's one of the more meta shows on right. NBC. It, a lot about this episode actually really reminded me about 30 Rock. Some of it is just that we're seeing a lot of those familiar locations. Like right. they're walking around outside Rockefeller Center. Um, some of it's just the way they're filming the outside scenes. Which, yeah. sidebar, looks super weird. It was super weird. We maybe should come back to that in a moment. Because yeah. they filmed a couple of scenes outside. Which made sense when we get to the end of the episode as to why they wanted to set up that, hey, we're Will and Grace and we can go outside. Mm-hmm. But it was very fucking weird. Yeah. But um, anyways, 30 Rock. But it's... And 30 Rock doesn't come out for a couple years after this episode starts. Um, but it's, it's very strange that NBC has this recurring trend in multiple shows... Of being willing to put itself out there almost. Right. It's, it's, it's a weird... It's, it's like product placement, but it's product placement of NBC being terrible. Right. It's like, hi, NBC. And NBC is the one that didn't show the gay kiss. Except in real life, NBC is the one airing this episode. Which did show the gay which kiss. Which did show the gay kiss. Right. So it's, it's very... It's an interesting choice. And I feel like... I mean, Matthew and I did talk about this off mic a little bit. About uh-huh. how it might just be... The amount of times you hear the t- the name NBC in this episode just makes you think NBC. NBC. Right, and you think NBC is the episode that had... Like, you forget what the plot of the episode is. Right, but, like... It's, it's very strange. It's very odd, because they're simultaneously the good guy and the bad guy throughout the episode. And if it was a different network, it wouldn't strike me as... It would strike me as odd, I think, if it was a different network. It makes a little bit right. more sense if it's NBC, because I know of 30 Rock. Right, like, it would have felt weird if they had, like, created a fake network right. or, like, tried to scapegoat ABC or something. That would have felt strange. Like, in a lot of ways, I could actually see this being an episode of 30 Rock. If right. If 30 Rock had aired six years earlier and there were gay characters on the show and, like, they're like, why can't we show this gay kiss on TGS? And then they do it anyways or something, you know? Right. It's very much in keeping with the the weird humor of the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a very strange, it was an interesting strange thing. Choice. But I liked it, I guess. I mean, yeah. it was it was nice to have a real world attachment to the episode versus it being like network CBJ, right, or something. Yeah, but yeah, 
So let's talk about those outside scenes a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it was weird. Just, it was weird, but I kind of liked. It made me pay attention to the episode. Right. Like, immediately you knew something was up because we were right. starting outside. And we have this nice scene where, like, Will and Grace are walking back from, like, the grocery store. And Will can't open his cookies. Right. Because he's... Well, and one of my favorite parts of that scene where they're outside is that someone rides by on a bicycle and it's takes Jack. Will's cookies. Right. But because they're outside, I've forgotten that they're Will and Grace and Jack and Karen are the only characters that exist in their universe. Right. So, like, you immediately are like, oh, Will's been mugged. Right. Like, someone like, stole his cookies. No, 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 no. There are only four people in this like, universe. And it's like, no, it's Jack. And he's like, no. Oh, and then Will, of course, naturally bought extra cookies for this right. exact purpose. Right. And it's very funny. And ha ha ha. Also, he's eating Milano's, which are like the most dietary cookie. I mean, like, I don't think any cookie is like actually good for you. But, but like, Milano's are like this big. They're you not have, like, really, like, they're not like food. Like, they're just basically like air. I mean, they're not like wafers, but like they're one step up. Like, they're basically communion <laughs> wafers dunked in chocolate. All right. Uh, next week on our podcast, we're not going to do the Will and Grace thing. We're just going to review cookies. We're just going to talk about cookies next week. Can you tell it's winter and we're feeling a little under the weather? Can you tell Can you tell that I'm suffering from seasonal affective disorder? If you think you can, you're wrong. I just have normal depression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you fool them, crazy lady laughing at strangers on the internet. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Oh, yes. We have to talk about the actual kiss. Oh, yeah. We have to talk about the kiss. Okay. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ, Matthew. Sorry, I know I, you're sick, but... I forgot we hadn't talked about it yet. <laughs> okay. okay. So before we go, we have to talk about the most important part of this episode. The kiss. Right. The actual kiss. The real kiss part. The thing that we've been talking about the whole episode we've and been, haven't really gotten to. We're, like, talking around it. It's right. fine. It's, um... The kiss is impromptu. It's... Yes, it's very interesting. So it's a very Jack move. So essentially, they're, they're walking out of 30 Rock after they've been kind and of And the like, day show is on. They've been slighted, which makes you wonder what time they got there. Because the day show is on kind of early. No, it's on forever. I mean, but is Al Roker still doing the weather at noon? I don't even know, man. I've no, I, haven't, I don't really know how the day show works. I haven't works. really watched the day show in a long time. Um, but anyways. anyways, so they walk on 30 Rock. They're feeling kind of ejected because they basically got shut down from the gay assistant. Right. And they're walking over and Al Roker is like doing that thing where he does the weather and he interviews people on the street. Right. And Jack like sprints. Well, I, and before we get too far into it, this is actually another thing that was ripped from the headlines, which yes. is that there was a real moment on the Today Show where two gay protesters made out. Yes. Um, so I'm sure that, I mean, obviously that happened first. Like, right. That's what they're pulling from this episode too, is that... That today's show was already the scene of a familiar to viewers right. who are gay. Exactly. Gay protest. Yeah. So basically Jack sprints, Will mm-hmm. follows, and Jack gets on camera by yelling like, hey, Al, it's my 105th birthday, la la la, and gets his attention. <laughs> Which again is another weirdly 30 Rock moment. Yes. So he gets Al Roker's attention and Al Roker is talking to Jack and it's very strange because you're having this weird like fictional character versus real character right. in real life thing. Right. And he's um, complaining basically like why did the show not show the gay kiss and Al Roker is just like trying to walk away and right, ignore right. him. And then like... We don't have YouTube yet but Al Roker is trying to get not be on YouTube. Yes. And then Jack keeps kind of pulling him back and like he literally does this beautiful thing where he's like hey, hey no just Jack now. Like, <laughs> it's beautiful. And then like he literally asks this beautiful question where he's just like how long is it going to take before we finally see two gay men kiss on network television? And then Will is like, not Will as... Is, he's like, got this crazy as a fox he, look. He's looking like straight at the camera. He's just like, and then he just like turns into the, and like looks, speaks into the camera like Jim on The Office. And he's just like, <laughs> not as long as you think. And like, just grabs Jack's face and lays one on him. And it's very weird. Right. It's it's weird, but like, it makes sense. Like, that's, right. 
the logical conclusion of this episode is that right. it's Will getting more and more comfortable with this public being gay and right. finally planting one on Jack. Yes. And so, yay they kiss, hooray, it Maybe happens. Maybe they should have planned it out beforehand. Yes. So then that's kind of my only concern with it. Like, I was all for it, but it did make me feel a little weird that he hadn't, like, you know, had a conversation with Jack, like, hey, this should be our plan. Like, if we get on TV, right. we should just kiss to make it awkward. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't get Jack's consent, and that made me feel very icky. But... And then, like, but we, they kiss, and it's on TV, and hooray, the gays. I mean, it mostly gives Jack leverage to just make fun of Will for being in love with him. Right, so we get back to the apartment after all this happens. And, of course, we have these beautiful cutaways where, like, everyone and their brother happens to be watching the Today Show as this exact thing is happening. Because no one is at work. Right. Like, what? So Grace is at home with her weird, squishy boyfriend, and Karen is in the tub, and then also randomly, like... Ben Doucette's assistant at Will's office right. is watching the Today Show in the break room Everybody just has more time to watch the Today Show in 2000 than I do now. I don't know. I haven't Maybe watched... I need to start getting a TV in my office and put the Today Show on. Maybe. Maybe you'd see more gay kisses. I probably would. Yeah, so like, basically we get this beautiful like round table of everyone's reactions. Right. And like, Grace just decided to try and get out of this shitty relationship by saying she's in love with Will, who is then immediately kissing Jack on television, and she's like, damn Right. And then Karen is like falling into the tub because she can't understand what's happening. <laughs> and and then, of course, the assistant is in like the office being like, not my boyfriend, my ass. Because she spent the whole episode teasing Will about how Jack was his boyfriend. Right. I think it's also interesting how the kiss is totally played for laughs. Because oh, yeah. Because I think if this same, even on 30 Rock a couple years later, I think, well, maybe not 30 Rock. <laughs> on any other sitcom in like five or six years I think you'd have to deal with the question of what Jack jokingly proposes is that Will is secretly in love with him right cause like I'm not gonna lie that would be a major move mm-hmm. that'd be hot yeah yeah but we get it completely but it's not it's just a joke like right. Jack is basically like ugh now I have to call all five of my boyfriends cause they're gonna be jealous right like, like even when Jack is saying like oh well I obviously know what this is like it doesn't me. feel like Jack is like sometimes Jack like is crazy and says Jack things as, like, I know what's really going on here. But it doesn't feel like he actually means that. No, like, this time it just kind of feels like Jack is giving Will shit. Right. And, yeah. It's just, it's very funny. It's a good moment for their friendship, I think, actually. Yes, I think it is a very solidifying friendship moment. Yeah. They're like, we stuck it to the man. We had, we're the first gay kiss on TV. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. Woohoo! Um, I have to say that is one big disappointment I have in our friendship is whenever we encounter like anti-gay protesters, I can't be physically affectionate with you because it actually defeats the purpose. <laughs> it just completely would backfire. Like it, yeah. it's actually very sad for yeah, me sorry. as a person. Someday we'll have romantic partners that we can make out with in front of anti-gay protesters. I just mean like there's the guy with the weird like Jesus car. Like I always want to make out with a girl in front of him. Oh, but if you date a boy long term, then I have to make out with him. That's okay, that's fair. fine. That's, yeah, I think so that's... I think I'm with my boyfriend and then your boyfriend. Yeah. Is that okay? I mean, we're definitely going to be like April Ludgate and her two boyfriends for right. a while. Like, this is my boyfriend. This is my boyfriend's boyfriend. Right. Yeah, it's totally fine. I realized that we should have a cabaret act between you, me, and my future boyfriend. That's a great idea. Yeah. I hope he can sing. Yeah. Or play the piano because that would be, that would be better. helpful. Yeah, that'd be great. We just saw a cabaret show. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, okay, I think that's all I have. All right. I think we're good. Um, so thanks for tuning in this week, everybody. Uh, yeah. If you have a gay to kiss, go kiss your gay on national television for us. We want you to kiss your gays on national television. <laughs> that's how this works. Don't bury them, though. No. Unless they've done you wrong, and then you murder them, and then you cover it up. But we didn't tell you to murder anyone. Don't murder anyone. 
All right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Tess, tell them where they can find us. All right. If you want to find us on the internet, we exist there. You can find us on Twitter at Not A Couple Show, on Tumblr at notacouplepodcast.tumblr.com. You can send us an email at notacouplepodcast at gmail.com. And you can find our show notes on Medium. Woo! Ba-doo! Awesome. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. I'm Matthew. I'm Tess. And this is Ben. Not, Not a couple. Bye-bye. This episode of Not a Couple was recorded in front of a live studio audience of one cat. Hello, Eliza. This episode was not sponsored by NBC or the Today Show or Will and Grace, even though we said the words NBC and Today Show and Al Roker and Will and Grace and 30 Rock and NBC a bunch more times over and over again. Boom, boom, boom.